Hello, I'm Kristen Perisonotto. And I'm Hannah Ferguson, and we're co-founders of Cheek Media Co. This is the Weekly Cheek Podcast. I want the whole show shut down. I just wish that people who made TV and movies didn't have such a poor idea of women. I know why it's enjoyable. I don't know why it's enjoyable. That's bo- That bothers me. Why I- do you enjoy the degradation of women? Welcome back. Welcome back to the weekly chick. <laughs> We're going to get done for this for some reason sometime. <laughs> anyway, welcome back to the weekly chick podcast. Welcome back. So today... We're going to talk about a topic that I literally twice publicly have said I'm never talking about this again. Really? Yeah. I don't remember. That's how much I take your public statements. I said, <laughs> I said it in my podcast that Sorry, I had drink water. that I pro- that I had like a year ago. Yes. That I stopped probably six months ago. Um, and I also said it the last time we talked about The Bachelor. In I think it was episode six. Frooms, will you accept this rose? Yeah. Osha, if you like, Osha follows us. Yeah, on Instagram. Kind of makes me uncomfy knowing that we're going to roast people that watch The Bachelor. <laughs> sorry if that's why you followed Osha. Yeah, sorry. Um, or Osha's comms person. <laughs> I think Shout he runs on Instagram. I think so too. Tell us if we're wrong, Osha. And if you don't listen to this, we know you're not a true cheek fan. So <laughs> trapped. Caught out. Caught out. <laughs> Okay, so we talked about The Bachelor, like I said, in episode six, where we invited the one and only Frooms to accept a rose. (laughs) (laughs) So ridiculous. (laughs) I don't even remember what we said. Um, But we have been talking about this specific issue that both of us have independently of one another, and then we talked about it and we agree. We don't understand, and I'm like, this is a literal question and I want people to answer why are progressive feminist women still watching The Bachelor and Love Island and all of those, like, objectively trashy shows? It's interesting to me, though, because, like, I used to watch The Bachelor. I've actually never watched Love Island before. I don't know what's happening. One of the most viral, like, the biggest TikToks in recent months was when Love Island UK, the new season started, I saw this, like, um, TikTok that was like the feminism leaving my body when Love Island starts mm-hmm. and it's these videos of like her covering like her feminist tattoo with oh, like a yep, jumper yep. and she's like you know putting like a um covering over her like AOC poster yes. and like hiding the books and like yep, yep. And, she, and it's like that's really funny that's <laughs> really funny and I get it and I get why trashy TV is our outlet and I love problematic sh- like movies and TV shows mm-hmm. like I hate I love to hate the Kissing Booth series yeah um like I literally sit there and I'm like almost vomiting in my mouth as I like turn the volume up. I'm like, like <laughs> yuck. And then I'm like, oh my God, he just did that. Like, I missed something. Skip that. Also, like some of my favorite films are so problematic. Like Love Actually got absolutely dragged and has been dragged for the last few years, but it's my favorite Christmas movie. Yeah. And there's like so many things, but it's interesting because the reality TV is different to me. Yeah. And I will discuss in this bit yesterday, but I think the reason that I'm like so quick to like let myself off on being right about like problematic movies versus like reality TV is like, these are people's lives. Yeah. Their reality TV is, is real people. It's actually how those people are. Yeah. And the, the behavior that's like promoted through them, like obviously like there is a very critical lens that is applied. Like I've been watching, like, I feel like I know what's happening on Love Island purely because 
I've been watching so many people talk about like, oh, what Faye's doing. I'm not, I, I've right. not seen, I don't even know who Faye is, but I know Faye's problematic. Yeah. Like, and I, like I watch like a lot of what Flex Mommy talks about mm-hmm. um, with Love Island and blah, 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 blah. And a lot of people say a lot of stuff about The Bachelor. And I used to watch it quite closely, like big fan of Abby Chatfield, blah, blah, blah. But again, I just don't like one, the fact that it's real people realize and that's actually how they're being, they're treating each other for television but also the way that the production crew tries to shape their lives because through the narrative that they create through these yeah. shows. Yeah. Like it confuses me that, for example, Abby Chatfield was given like the villain edit, right? Mm-hmm. And then I think that one of like the things that really transitioned from that narrative to like who she is now, obviously she was the same person, but like she did a bunch of interviews, one of the most prominent being the shameless interview she did, which I thought was one of like really good in conversation episode. Yeah. And I remember thinking like, that's how the public is now going to see her mm-hmm. because she's like explained like what happened, but why would you ever like endorse the battle go back? Yeah. Like, she went back for bachelor in paradise. Like I don't understand. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, why do these people like like what happened to them exactly yeah that's a really good question actually and i think that's that's like an extension of our question about watching it Mm. um it's because and when you were talking about that the tiktok of the woman like covering like you know the feminism leaving her body i think that one thing about that is that um like she obviously had the awareness yeah but i see so many people talking about the bachelor like there's this one person i watch on youtube and she like works in places like the un and like works on political change and um peace initiatives and you know like talks about women's issues and feminism and then she's like oh um i'm so annoyed because i'm gonna get home late and i'm gonna miss the start of the bachelor and like there's no i'm like make the connection make the connection and it's just like no connection made um because i think that like you know, it is created for a very, it's very well done because it's created very specifically as like this like delightful trash that you can kind of get sucked into. And like, you can, you know, maybe your life seems better because imagine being one of those people, Mm. (laughs) like it's, it's been created so well, shows like that, the successful ones that it's easy. Like, what am I trying to say? Like, I'm not, it's been made for a purpose um, and it really kind of taps into a very specific type of human nature. And it's, it, it can be hard to resist getting sucked into the, yeah. the drama and the trash. Yeah. Um, but it's just really, I find it so bizarre when people don't put the two together and actually think about. Yeah. But then again, like for, like, for example, most of my friends watch Love Island. And really? Yeah. 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 No, like I'm, I feel like out of it interesting yeah. but what i would and like sometimes but then again i actually have the chat like we would have a facetime and they'd be like oh, i'm watching love Island at the moment this is shit this is good blah 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 mm-hmm. i'm like huh but they always make the connection they know right if someone tried to explain to me what's happening in love Island, i'd be like goodbye well it's not really like you know <laughs> what i mean it's not like and then in this scene we move to it's just yeah. more like oh this is a general gist yeah and that helps me sometimes i ask a question because i'm like i've seen all this stuff online about this person so like can you tell me what's going on okay i, don't I actively watch don't 
want to care about it for me personally. I mean, it's hard because I'm not going to be like me angry, but I'm not going to be like fucking my friends. You are liars. Progressive oh, yeah, feminists. No, like I wouldn't do that. It's not like that. I think enjoy what you enjoy. And like, you can be an incredibly smart, engaged, empowered person and watch those shows. Like I don't, I, what I completely agree. I think the issue is not making that connection, not having the awareness to know what you're doing mm-hmm. and what you're engaging with. I'm not interested enough. and I don't like keeping up. I'm actually not that good at watching TV shows. Yeah. For example, I've recently this, this only this week, watched the People vs. O.J. Simpson on Netflix. I've discovered it. It came out in 2016. (laughs) And this is ridiculous. It's a 10-episode series. I watched it in two days. I actually didn't know what the verdict was. I wasn't born when the O.J. trial happened. Mm -hmm. So I... And obviously I know people talk about it's one of the... Probably the trial of the century is essentially what it's called. Yeah. And it was famous. And I I didn't know how deeply it ran. Yeah, but my mum... I was texting with my mum about it and she was like talking about specific pieces of evidence right. and like blah, blah, blah. But it was so long ago that I was like, I actually just don't know. Cause I don't like think about that stuff. It just doesn't pass me in my day. Yeah. So I was watching it like, Oh my God, is he guilty or not? Yeah. <laughs> like I just, I, I really enjoyed know. it, but I watched it in two days. And then I was like, well, I'm really glad the show came out in 2016. So I could find it now, watch it in two days and be done. Yeah. Cause I would be terrible at keeping up with a weekly show. It just wouldn't yeah. happen for me, but I'm, I like engaging with fictional things because they're made with that purpose and adding that depth. They're not real people's lives. But again, you, I guess you could, um, I'm just like arguing with the point that I actually made. Cause Hannah was like, you know, is it worse that I, it, I can't really talk because I, um, watch these problematic movies, mm. etc. No, sorry. And I'm talking about I the kissing said, booth, yeah, kissing yeah. And I said, I think it's, I think reality is worse. But you could also argue that fiction is worse because they're manufacturing these like really bad tropes and stereotypes. Yeah. Um, and But that happens like, I mean, the thing is, is that I try to steer clear of things that have been, oh God, this actually doesn't work considering I was, the Kissing Booth came out, the Kissing Booth 3 came out this week. And I was like, <laughs> jump on it. Like, <laughs> is that the one with Noah? Does... Jacob Elordi. He plays Noah Flynn in the, in the, in the movie. Oh. Series. Okay. I don't know anything about He's it, Australian. So. He's very tall. Joey King. The whole time I was staring at their height difference. Not following. You know him. I'm... Noah Flynn is who he plays in. I thought movie. you meant the actor Noah. What's his oh, name? Oh, Centineo, though. That's yeah. um, that's to all the boys I loved before. Can you please keep up? Oh, I thought they. I was confused about which one was which. Sorry. You think they look similar? No, no. The uh, the sh- the shows, the movies. That is so. I've got them confused with each other. They're very I don't different. think. I think I've watched like the first ten minutes of the Kissing Booth, and I was like, "It's so bad. It's so good." You, you know, it was actually like a Wattpad. No novel that she they published i'm not surprised no i'm not either it's fucking <laughs> terrible um but, it's like um 50 shades of gray yes to wrap your head around how bad the kissing booth is essentially the entire film the series is based around the fact that she's got her best friend since she was a child lee and his brother noah mm-hmm. so she's best friends with lee they do everything together she's and in love with the brother she starts dating the brother in secret Right. And then she knows her best friend Lee will be heartbroken because it's like the rule that she would never go near Noah. Oh my God. Didn't we move on from these movies in like the 90s? Not me. Anyway, <laughs> it keeps, I'm just pr- disproving myself saying I'm I'm shit for engaging with this. Yeah. Anyway, the next movie we move on to, he goes to, I don't know how Noah Flynn, you know, with the bad temper who never goes to school gets into Harvard, but he does. <laughs> and then they're doing a distance relationship and she's trying to make that work. And there's a lot of threats from like another man. And like, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, the third movie basically culminates in, and I actually haven't watched the end yet. I'm 20 minutes from the end. No spoilers. No spoilers. (laughs) But essentially it's about 
she's trying to choose a college and she's deciding whether she's going to ruin her relationship by um, choosing to go to Berkeley, so University of California, Berkeley with Lee, Mm -hmm. because that's where they promised each other they'd go since they were children to be at uni together. Right. Or whether she's going to go to Harvard with Noah, because apparently she got into both as well. Why do you you pick Berkeley over Harvard? I know. It's Ivy League. But literally, what's upsetting to me is that the entire fucking series is about which man she's going to please. Literally. Literally. No, no, but it, it centralizes on that. They end up having fights. Like, Lee gets so pissed at her when she, like... Is Lee like, a, a, ma- a man? Yeah, they're both... Bull. Okay. Yeah. So, Lee and Noah, like, brothers, um, both just, like, vying for her attention. And, like, then their mom is like, I've never even heard you talk about what you want to study when you get there. And she's like... <gasps> I, like realizing she's never oh, thought about so herself. Basic. I know it's so bad, right? And that's why I'm like watching it and I'm like vomiting. And this is made in for my really young, mouth. like younger than you. No, it's well, it's. I mean, it's probably made for like between sixteen to thirty because it's quite overtly sexual. Like oh. they film, like they have a sex tape from like the school, like they have sex at school, and like there's like clear sex scenes. Okay, so it's not for like twelve year olds. It's for like adults i just wish that people who made tv and movies didn't have such a poor idea of women that yes. they thought like this is what they'll like and like but the thing is but they do but the, but what other option do we have that's what we've been that's, presented that's actually not fair because i think there's a lot of new material in the past five years that i don't think it's marketed towards us so I think it's marketed towards us i think about things like the handmaid's tale and outlander and things and i think that's really complex Handmaid's Tale, I haven't seen Outlander. Handmaid's Tale is an excellent piece of TV. Yeah. And if you're not, if you haven't watched it, please watch it because we want to do a podcast about I it. I will say, like, it is extremely confronting. Yeah, it's not for everyone. We have a very high tolerance for that sort of content, and even I had to, like, turn off sometimes. Yeah, I actually, like, I told, said it to my immediate family because I was saying to my mum, like, you need to watch Handmaid's Tale. And I looked to my sister and I was like, you, don't you watch don't, it? Not you. <laughs> My mum wouldn't be able to watch it. My sister would struggle. My partner actually couldn't do it anymore. He kept coming in, like, I would be watching it, like, for hours at a time. Mm-hmm. And he would continuously come in the room and be like, oh, just rape again, Hannah. It's not, just rape for, like, eight hours. like Basically. Yes. And I'd just be like, sorry, that's what I want to spend my Saturday doing. He's like, it's cut. The, the mood is so bad. It upsets me so much. And I'd be like, it, it happens. It happens, David. Exactly. Face it. You don't understand. <laughs> But then I but then now we're talking about I'm like, well, you know, maybe it's nice after watching Eight Hours of Handmade to just like chill out with a bit of casual bachelor. And that's it. And like for example, like um one of the jobs that I had a few years ago was like basically working with um really awful material in criminal law. Mm-hmm. So like I genuinely used to love watching crime documentaries. Like I was obsessive over things like, you know, um Dico stole my baby. Like I was obsessed with what happened to Azaria Chamberlain. I love true crime documentaries, not podcasts, I'm very bad at that stuff. But obsessed with that sort of stuff. Like yeah. who killed John Bonet, all that sort of shit. And then when I was doing that job, I was like coming home, like I must have a shower for 25 minutes, sit down and cry and then put on Ratatouille and that's it. Yeah. But like, that's my sort of content. Like I must watch 10 things I hate about you mm. or I must watch Wild Child. Like I, I oh my God, Wild Child, an incredible movie. But you see, like, it's so interesting because we're like, this, this shit is all like problematic depictions of women. Yeah. But I'm like, oh my God, Harriet's evil, you know, like drippies in the freezer. <laughs> Yeah, the more we're talking about it, the more I'm just like, I'm being such a hypocrite. I know. Because I, I, I despise Bachelor. I just, and any, any like, knockoff 
thing. I just despise, like, and something about The Bachelor that gets me is, like, the cult-like nature of it. Like, yeah. I don't like watching 20 real-life women trying to vie for this man's heart when they actually don't even know if they like him. Yeah. Like, they haven't even had the opportunity to have a conversation and be like, is there anything about you that interests me? Mm -hmm. Like, why? It's literally just like, I want you because I want to win. Yeah. And I want to have this relationship because that that means I'm the best. I guess um, the question that you have to ask is like... Are you okay? Sorry, I just saw this, like, the light leave your eyes. Like... Is like, is The Bachelor worse than fictional content? Is your phone ringing? Oh, it's my mum. Send her a pic. <laughs> that's, what, that's what confused me. That was why the light left my eyes. Because I was like, oh. why is my foot vibrating? <laughs> <laughs> my question is, is, because I've been wondering why people I know who are very progressive, politically engaged, feminist, these are all slashes and or um, women, why they're engaging with something that I think believe is so clearly problematic mm. and like degrading of women and sexist and just like vilifying women for no reason. And now I'm thinking like, well, what is the difference between that and like any other fictional content that we consume that I consume? I mean, you're right. Like when I think part of me, that's still like, it's still worse, but I don't know if I just think that because I enjoy the fictional content, but also actually this has triggered something for me. When we think about fictional content, we critique it in a way that is more open to like, well, that's really a terrible depiction of women. Yeah. Whereas when we think about stuff like The Bachelor, like what is the commentary around The Bachelor? Yeah. It's literally like pedestrian, junkie, punky, whatever the fuck it is, coming out and being like, and then this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened. Oh my God. And like making fun of these people doing these things. Yeah. Like there's not that much space for like a genuine critique. Mm. And obviously we think about things like there is room for like, and I guess I'm contradicting myself, like in Love Island, I've seen heaps of critique about Faye, but like nothing's actually happening to these people. Their lives are just getting ruined outside of it. And they're not really learning a lesson. They're not really being like, they're being kept on the show and actually glorified for their behavior. Yeah. Like the more publicity that they get, the more that we're con- not condoning, but we're at least amplifying it. Mm-hmm. So I think like, okay, so getting the villain narrative is actually a good thing in that sort of a reality television show. Whereas if in a movie, what I'm seeing is like, I'm watching the kissing booth and I'm actively, and I don't know if everyone does this, but I'm actively like, well, holy fuck, like, why would we have that scene in existence? Like, why should that, like, the critiques and the reviews and the things that we hear about them are actually more of a conversation because it's fictional. Yeah. So it's easier to sit back and be like, that character was written in that way or performed it in that way and, like, talking and breaking down what's happened and, like, does it pass the Bechdel test? Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Like, it doesn't make it better, and I'm not saying it is better, but the way I think that we, like, respond mm-hmm. to reality versus fictional is different and there's more room for genuine critique in fictional. Yes, and I also was just thinking, hey, this is like an add-on, um, is that when we critique The Bachelor and the you know commentary we have around The Bachelor and reality TV, it is often directed towards the people themselves, the actual people who are there, whereas when we do it about film, we're like more often critiquing the industry as a whole or the like, you know, the big, the execs who are like making bajillions of dollars yes. based on this, but... 
I think that the problem, the main problem with that is when we're pointing fingers at like, oh, well, she was a bitch and blah, blah, blah about Bachelor in Love Island is like, how do we, we don't know, we don't actually know how produced and like set up that was, but for the most part, the brunt is often worn by the person who is in the, who's on the show. But they've elected to be there. And that's what really confuses me. Like year on year, people are going back. And what, because it's the, the publicity and the sponsorships and the lifestyle they get to lead for the few months afterwards. But what also gets me But then is this, that the reason because they go in there and they're just like, I just want to find love. Well, it's all bullshit. But people pretend yeah. it's legit. Some, for five of them might. Yeah. Yeah, but then it just I. It's a for cult. me. It, 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 it like stops me from feeling any empathy for them because I'm like, oh. well, are you going on for the fame? I mean, I'd never. Part applied. of the fame is putting up with like all the BS and the risk that the whole of Australia is going to hate you. But, but you still did it. I don't know. It makes me feel weird. I think what's interesting about things like The Bachelor and Love Island is like it blurs the lines between fiction and reality. Like this isn't reality TV. It is highly manufactured still, and it's highly edited to show a certain image of each person. So my biggest problem potentially is then it's not fictional. Like we don't have actors coming in and playing different people, but we don't have the real perception of what this person's actually like. Yeah. So it's like, it really blurs the lines. And that's what makes me uncomfortable. It's like, there is still an element of like, this is a real person. Your frame. It's, it's defaming them. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know how much is true, I don't know how much is not, but it's on purpose trying to trick the public into perceiving this person a, a specific way. Yes. And that's what kind of bothers me about the construction of it is it's like, I don't believe it. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what people like behind the scenes. It's it's enough to make it interesting, but it's blurring the line. So it's you're actually portraying this legitimate living person this way. Yeah. And I don't think that's fair. And I guess then you could ask the question on if, if we're going to say it, defames if we're going to use that language like then who is defaming them is it channel 10 is it the people who created the bachelor is it the producers are they just def- are they doing that to themselves like yeah. how much i think it's probably a bit of a combined effort um but a lot of it is based in like producers manipulating mm. and like most likely gaslighting yeah. contestants particularly the women because like you can't no one can argue that the men are treated the same as the yeah. women on bachelor bachelorette whatever i don't i just now i like came into this podcast being so sure <laughs> that i was like the bachelor is trash and why do you watch it but now i'm just like well i know why it's trash? enjoyable it's it, i know why it's enjoyable i don't know why it's enjoyable that's about that bothers me why I, do you enjoy the degradation of women i know that's really aggressive i i know but like you do you watch problematic tv What's your problematic thing? Um, I was trying to think about it. A lot of, I don't, not really anymore. I do still enjoy Sex in the City and it has a lot of problematic, like I still think for the time it was very progressive, but when you look back, it like could have been more so. But then again, like someone might say, well, The Handmaid's Tale is literal degradation of women. But it's like, for me, it's like, it's a comment on society. But that's not society. the point. Of... No, the point is to learn something from like the way that the world works in terms of patriarchy and misogynistic exactly. structures. But I get that. But... but The Handmaid's Tale is like a beautiful piece of like art. Yes. Like the way it's shot is so great. Yeah. The characters are really complex. The acting is spot on. The Bachelor is not any of that. Well, I enjoy The Handmaid's Tale because of like what it offers in terms of my thoughts. Like I yeah. watch and I think, oh my God, I'm rattled. But it is watching the degradation of women. But I get it because it's not a wider comment on society or watching The Bachelor. That's just your enjoyment. 
that's that's what I honestly think. Like I like I said, this might be a bit too aggressive, but I'm not going to edit it out because that's what I think when I see that is my true thought when I hear someone who I perceive to be a very progressive feminist person say that they love The Bachelor. I'm just like. Give me one reason why. Yeah. I don't I don't understand why you would enjoy something. And especially because it's been absolutely torn apart. Like these conversations happen every season. The conversations that we're having now. There's people who are just like, oh, well, it's sexist and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, but still it's back again the next year. I don't even know that those conversations do happen that often because I think that the conversations are mainly around like, we need diversity in The Bachelor. Like people yeah. would be happier if we had a like the uh, if it was more like a you know let, let's have some plus size women on mm. The Bachelor. Like Brooke Blurton being is the next Bachelorette. Yeah. Um. And she's I think pansexual and an Aboriginal woman. Yeah. And it's like oh well that's great then. Yeah. It's like I want the whole show shut down. Me too. I'm pleased that they've picked someone who has who is a diverse person yeah, representing different demographics. Yeah. But like it's interesting that the conversation is like and that the conversation we had last time about this was. Well, they need to be more diverse. Yeah. But it's like those are more the conversations than it really is about, like, the existence of the show. Yeah. It, it needs to be less fucking sexist. And that's not going to happen no matter who they put as the main, like, the, the bachelorette yeah. or the bachelor. I, I don't know. For me, it's just like – it's – just disgusting. I just can't watch the kissing booth and then shit it. on someone. <laughs> sa- like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I just can't be like, oh, thank God the kissing booth three's out and then shit on someone watching The Bachelor. I just can't. Well, I guess for me, I don't really watch that kind of stuff anymore. Like, if I do see that there are, prob- like, you know, stereotypes that I think is problematic about a show or a movie, I either will immediately stop watching it or I will watch it in order to, like produce some type of critique on it, like write content on it for cheek or something like that. Like I won't, I just don't really watch that stuff anymore for me. So it's, it's, I guess it's easier for me to be on my high horse. Okay. Actually. So we talk about a lot, like, is this an individualized problem or is it like a wider issue with society? But for me, like, it's so easy to stop watching the bachelor, like just stop watching it. You know, people enjoy it. I know you're right. I just, I don't feel confident asking that, especially because so many people I know are like, well, thank God it's around again. And I used to be like that Why? three years ago because it was the most social thing in our house. We'd sit down every Tuesday and Wednesday night and watch The Bachelor together. But there's other stuff you could do and watch. But I guess like with the awareness, it's like more fun to watch like the fuck, like why would you allow yourself to be treated like that or blah, 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 blah. I don't know. I don't watch it anymore. But I watch other things that are way like just as problematic. Again, in a different way, constructed in a different way, and I'll argue that it's different. But I don't know if I'm being a hypocrite. I don't know how ignorant I'm being about the topic. I have like come full circle. I'm proud of you. I'm so proud of you. I've actually just got more confused as where I am. I did get more confused, and then I was like, but no, but like my real, my honest question, the the main point that I wanted to make is not like you're a piece of shit for watching The Bachelor. It truly isn't. It is why, why. Like, I don't think, and to be honest, this is probably really unfair of me, but you saying, oh, but it's a, it's a social thing. Like, that's not a reason that's for That's probably me. worse. Now you're it's just like, like you're why, just mass watching because you're a new viewer, because your friends watch it. Exactly. Like, what do you, what do you do after, like, what kind of conversations, this is theoretical, it's not about your friends, but say, say there's like a group of, um, you know, three people in, four people in a house and they have a tradition in every um, whatever, how many fucking nights it's on a week, like four nights a week or whatever, they watch Bachelor so they can have a conversation in their group chat. Like what are you discussing in your group chat? And how, and is it a 
problematic discussion because I believe that The Bachelor just fosters this environment where they're producing content for people to go away and have conversations that are even further degrading to the women in The Bachelor or, you know, full of tropes or just nasty. Mm -hmm. Like what kind of – what kind of productive conversation that's not problematic can you have after watching The Bachelor? Especially if you watch multiple, if you watch it as like every year it comes around and you watch it. Because I understand, I I think I watched one season because I'd never gotten into it before. And maybe like six years ago I watched one season and I was like, okay, that's what it is. But to go back to it continuously, like I genuinely would like to know what do you get out of it? And like... This is like a really annoying like mum thing to say, but like, are you proud of the conversations that you have after? Would you like those conversations to be had about you? You know, what's interesting is that the women that go on The Bachelor continue to engage with the seasons afterwards. That I, I really have a problem with that, even more than people watching it. Yeah. It's like you went on it and you went through all this trauma because we know that they went through trauma because people like Abby Chatfield talk about it. Mm. And now you're just like, oh, yay. I watched Abby's season. I, I didn't watch many seasons. I watched Badger. I watched um, Matt, whatever, whatever. He was such a boring bachelor. And um, so I think I've watched one other season. Oh, Angie Kent's mm-hmm. when she was a bachelorette. And... I was, I despised Abby Chatfield. Genuinely yeah. thought evil. Yeah, and I had I had conversations about it that I'm not proud of. Mm. And then afterwards, when I it was it was the shameless episode for me, and I think it was for a lot of people. They listened to it, and they were like, "Fuck." Yeah, and they, I think everyone just was like reeling at themselves for what they those conversations that they had had. But then, how many of those people went back and watched the next season? Me. It's like, but it's like, like, that's what the point I'm making. Like, do people have short term memory loss? Which is why I said before, you know how I said every year we have some, some level of this conversation and then a year goes past and it's like, oh yay, Bachelor's back. God. And you know, they have like little packs where you can print out like, um, like cocktail straws. Like, it's like, oh my God. I know. It's so crazy to me, but it's like, again, I'm not going to shit on someone for their wind down show. And again, is it an individualized problem? It comes back to the question that we asked at the Botox episode that we did, like, is someone choosing to get, like, a one person choosing them for themselves to get a cosmetic procedure, right? Is that the problem or is that a symptom or a result of patriarchy? And why should we be blaming individual viewers or yeah. participants? For me, I think this is more of an individualized problem. I think it's than... because it's so easy. Exactly. Because um, choosing or, like, wanting to get cosmetic surgery or alter your appearance in some type of way that's like invasive or any type of way. Um, I think that requires a lot more, if you want to do it, it requires a lot more like inner work and, you know, think deep thinking to convince yourself that you don't need it because society's telling you that you do. Um, whereas I honestly don't understand like how, how hard is it not to watch The Bachelor? This episode is going to rile a lot of people. I'm interested to see some responses about their viewing habits, why they watch it, what they think of themselves watching it, the conversations they have about watching it. Yeah. Because I think that everyone's guilty. 
mm. of engaging with some sort of reality show. Comes back to things like Big Brother. Like everyone had this huge uproar about, and including me, about Katie Hopkins, who is like a right wing extremist yeah. commentator from the UK, who's been fired from basically every network as a fucking columnist or a commentator or whatever. And then we've paid for her to come here. Well, Channel Seven have. They've brought her here, and she's gone into hotel quarantine. Um, to be, it was assumed, uh, and then they dropped it. Yeah. Um, a celebrity, a, one of the celebrities on the Big Brother celebrity fucking season. And she was taking videos, making fun of Hotel Quarantine, saying she was going to like walk around naked and get her food without a mask on and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like basically, like basically threatening the Hotel Quarantine workers. Yeah. And she was in a really nice hotel. Yeah. And how ridiculous it all is. And then Seven turned around and dumped her because of the public backlash. Mm. Because people weren't going to watch the show. Yeah. And I was like, holy fuck this is where the line is yeah that's what the line is yeah I thought the line was like i thought the line was before that exactly that's what it took i don't really i know even less about big brother than i do about um bachelor but i f- could have pr- like very similar critiques on that like it's very it's oh they're all the same there's yeah. a million out there exactly and then but there's some type of weird hierarchy where the bachelor like is like the best one bachelor and love island are the most popular because but people like when even people who love maths are like oh it's so fucked up Maths is so – it's so much I worse than The Bachelor. I agree with that, actually. I think that's a really good point. There's a there's a public collective awareness about Married at First Sight. Yeah. Because it's so blatant. Exactly. It's the Daily Mail of the Murdoch press. Exactly. And then I have a friend who, um, like, watches, like, Maths clips on YouTube and thinks she's, like, dedicated to watching the show and, like, doesn't watch Bachelor now but, like, has. And she said – she's like, everyone says Maths is so much worse, but she's like, I think The Bachelor is worse because in Maths, at least it's just, like, this. the people are kind of like, this is me, this is who I am, whatever. Mm. But in Bachelor, they make they the drama. They manufacture it, yeah. Yeah, whereas in Maths, they actually seek out people who are going to be – Problematic. Pr- providing the drama. So she's like, The Bachelor's worse, but people just think that it's not for some reason. It's interesting. I don't want to get into it too much, but like with maths, you think about it, like you're pairing people up and they're actually suffering like relationship trauma though. Yeah. Like they're actually like being like basically like domestically abused yeah. in those settings mm-hmm. and they're, the producers are allowed to happen. So I think that's worse because in The Bachelor, I mean, it, I know this, it's layered. It's a very complex argument, but The Bachelor, what I think are the really bad parts is that they're expecting these thin model looking women mm-hmm. to dress up in like fucking ball gowns every night and yeah. parade it around to get the attention of one man, yeah. which I think is shit, but they're electing to do it. Whereas I think that when you pair up like a really vulnerable woman with an extremely abusive man yes, in yeah. that and then put them in an apartment together for 10 weeks, mm. like that is life ruining. Yeah. I think it's different because the women are like, pick me mm-hmm. and that's like embarrassing but like it's it's not it's not the trauma and the danger that i see in maths yeah and i think that's what most people will say yeah and i can't really comment because i've not watched ma- any maths don't <laughs> i'm not going to <laughs> if you found us just totally relatable and quirky come back next wednesday for a new episode until then head to cheekmedia.com.au to tide you over until then bye goodbye